Welcome to Entrench, a 21 Pilots podcast. Hello, local dreamers. Welcome to Entrench. My name is Anna, and this is episode 55, the Tear in My Heart music video. Make sure you watch the video beforehand and are ready for an in-depth analysis. I hope you had a good month. All you need to know is I was sick all month, um, so if I'm a little sniffly, that's why I'm still getting over it. Um, I have a hunch it lasted super long time because I also was having another health thing happening at the same time, and I just have a suspicion they were interconnected because as soon as the other thing resolved itself, the cold shifted, but it didn't go away, and so I almost wonder if the other thing, like prolonged the sickness somehow. I don't know. I don't know how bodies work, but yeah, my body was very unhappy with me this month. So hopefully you guys are staying healthy. And if you are also sick, just know we were in it together. <laughs> um, I also, because it's that time of year, I, I bought myself my first ever own little Christmas tree. It's four and a half feet and I love it a lot. I initially was like really wanting a white tree just because I love snow, but I found one that did me even better, um, and it's green, but it looks like it has snow on it. Um, I think it's called flocked, it's the technical term, but there's also, like, berries and pine cones on it. I love it a lot, and then I put all of my ornaments from childhood on it, and a little star on the top. The only issue is Nugget wants to eat it, so that has been an ongoing issue that I'm continuing to try to problem solve. Using mandarins slash orange citrus has worked, but I don't want to keep wasting my fruit. So she's doing okay right now. I don't know. It comes in phases where she's like gnawing on it and then she leaves it alone. It's been a rocky time because, you know, now that she's two, I like almost never have to chastise her. So it feels really weird that I'm having to chastise her a lot. I feel like there was something else I was going to mention about me month. But yeah, didn't really do much and was wanting to podcast but I was like I'm gonna sound terrible if I do so I'm gonna not and so I'm sure I don't sound 100% now either but I sound much better than like two weeks ago so that is that I still feel like I was gonna say something else but you know if it was that important it'll come up later or it won't and you know it's okay something I will note though as far as the podcast that will also be reiterated in the closing, is I have officially decided to delete the Facebook group because I feel like no one's using it anymore and I'm like barely even using it anymore. And so it kind of just feels like it's not serving anyone or adding much value to anything. So still have Instagram. I just think especially compared to 2020, Facebook is used so infrequently now in general, um, especially among younger people who I know are the majority of my audience, certainly not everyone, but yeah, because of that, it just it doesn't really seem like anyone's needing a Facebook group, and there's nothing I couldn't communicate either via this, <laughs> via the actual recordings, or via the Instagram group. Anyways, I'm eating the snacks my secret Santa gave me because they got me all of my favorite snacks. Very kind. We had a, like a particular budget, I go into work and see this huge box on my desk and I'm like, um, I feel like this is way over the budget. <laughs> but I'll take it because it's all my favorite snacks. And vanilla coke. 
vanilla coke is my favorite if you have never had vanilla coke if you like coke if you like pop you have to it's a requirement please <laughs> anyway i hope your month was good something else i want to talk about um as many of you know some of you may not 21 pilots this past week was it on thanksgiving it was around thanksgiving um they came out with a 10 hour ambiance video of like instrumentals of their songs and the visuals the visuals their creature ned from the trench and scaled and icy albums and he's like sitting chilling by a fireplace and sleeping and so it's just like a cozy thing if you don't know ambiance videos are basically like instrumental videos in this case 10 hours of just really calm peaceful sounds that you can work to read to do whatever you want to because you know there's no lyrics which is really nice i really like that i can now listen to Tony pilot's music but without lyrics um if need be and i use ambiance videos all the time while i'm working um sometimes when i'm reading i use them a lot so i was very very excited that they made an ambiance video and for those of you who have seen it and even if you haven't i wanted to just go through like what all the visuals in the video are because there's a lot of like easter eggs and allusions to different band things and so i just wanted to talk about that and also open the discussion if there's anything that i missed because i'm sure i probably missed something i didn't watch the full 10 hours and it's not necessarily something you like watch it's more something you put on in the background but you can also like sneak peeks of the visuals they just don't really change much but there is a computer screen in the background and i think it turned on at different points and so i might not have seen everything that was on the computer screen that's also why i wanted to just open the floor if i most likely missed something to ask people to chime in and i can add whatever i missed on either next podcast or um communicate it via instagram or something so starting now i'm cutting in with crappy audio so apologies but i just wanted to add that i did not mention what was on the screen um on the computer in the video which was tyler working on the new album presumably in his studio so let me know if you saw anything else on the computer that's all i noticed without further ado i'm going to just go through what the visuals were so we have ned who is a character who comes up in trench and scaled and icy and for those of you who don't know he's just like this fantastical creature um he's like this little white fluffy mammal um with little horns on his head there's another band one of my friends is wearing merch for this other band i forget which band it is some of you might know but there's this other band who has a creature logo and it looks very similar to ned but it's not <laughs> basically it looks very similar to ned but the horns are longer but anyway, um, Ned was introduced in their Chlorine music video, which is from the Trench album. So we'll get to that eventually, and I can explain as much as I know of Ned later on. But anyway, he's the focal point of the visual for this ambiance video. And he's sipping on Chlorine, which is obviously the lyrics um, and meaning of the song Chlorine. So he has this little plastic cup by him with blue liquid that is Chlorine. And then there's also tank. I believe there are tanks in the background that are also from the chlorine music video. Just the tanks that they filled with chlorine and transported around in the video. There's a bunch of books. 
this doesn't really mean anything, but I was just sad that none of the books had titles on them, so it's not like I could analyze what their book choices were, so <laughs> I put a frowny face next to, there's no titles. There's a plant, and I'm pretty sure, at least to me, it looked like it had yellow flowers, which would be an allusion to Legend, which is also a trench song, so I thought that was cute. There's a gas mask, if you look closely, and that's from Lane Boy, which is coming up next, the song that we're going to analyze in the video. Um, and then there's a Tyler Instagram photo with Ned. It just shows, like, Tyler's leg, but then Ned's sitting and staring at the camera. I'm pretty sure he actually posted that on Instagram at, at one point. Um, and then there's the snowman and polar bear from the Christmas Saves the Year music video, which very likely is going to be my analysis this month as well for my bonus podcast so get ready for that that's going to be like the hardest thing i've ever analyzed because it's so random so trying to try to pull spiritual things from it is going to be challenging but i'm up for the challenge then there's a landscape drawing and to me it looked like the mountain landscape that is in the jumpsuit music video and that's also a trench song we have a the Scaled and Icy logo from the most recent album, so their normal band logo changed to this other logo that kind of looks like a trident for their latest album, which I still don't fully understand why the logo changed, but also we can maybe analyze that more in depth when we get there. Um, and it's this logo is also next to a drawing, and I don't know what you guys thought the drawing was, but I thought it looked like plane wings which alludes to both the original logo and 21 Pilots, All My Sons, the entire basis for the band name. So I thought that was potentially a really great juxtaposition next to this really warped and different logo that has currently taken over. And then there's a, a written note, if you look closely. Also, I was observing all of this on my TV screen. If you're on your phone, it's probably going to be a lot harder to see all of these details. So it really helped looking at a TV screen. The note says, it's to Ned from Ned. So there's also like a billion Neds. There's more than one. And I'm pretty sure they're all named Ned. These creatures don't have different names. They're all Ned. But the note says Ned. Saw Clancy, which Clancy is also introduced in Trench and is essentially like Tyler's character's name, if that makes sense. So it says Ned. Saw Clancy in Torchbearer. Just like Keon said, hope you are well, Ned. So the torchbearer is Josh. <laughs> so he saw Tyler and Josh, just like Keon said. Keon's is one of the bishops. So there's there's this whole lore in the newer albums that we'll get into. And the bishops are evil, but I forget which one is Keon's. I know some of you know, but I don't remember. So I'm pretty sure Keon's is supposed to be the one good bishop. I don't remember if we have a face to Keon's or not. I'm really unsure because I'm so rusty on all of the lore. But anyway, Keon's is a bishop. The bishops are generally the antagonists in this lore that they've created, um, but I'm pretty sure Keon's is the one good bishop. But I don't, I can't remember if it's been revealed who Keon's is or not. So anyway, that's what the note says. And... I don't know if that, I'm assuming that's completely new information that is just built on previous lore, as this is a new video in between albums, and they tend to like to have like a little rabbit trail as they go. So that was the note. 
I'm assuming if we don't yet know who Keon's is, it'll probably become clear in the new album. So basically, the lore is all fleshed out through the music videos, so it'll also make more sense when we analyze the music videos more in depth. And this might be redundant for a lot of you, but again, I'd rather assume that there's people who don't know all this information than otherwise, because otherwise it would just be really confusing to try to be listening to any of this discussion right now. And sorry if it is anyway, if I haven't been thorough enough. But basically, that's the most confusing part. So anyway, a last couple things for the ambiance video. The fireplace is like in this metal tube thing. And just the way that the fireplace looked, I almost wondered if the entire room that Ned is in is potentially inside a submarine. Just because it looks like, like it doesn't look like a normal fireplace. And if it is in a submarine, that alludes to the Saturday music video from Skilled and Icy which I thought would be interesting, because they were all in a submarine. So I'm assuming if they were in a submarine, there's probably more than one submarine in this world. <laughs> so I thought that was an interesting idea. And then finally, it says 21 Pilots, and my eyes, it looks like it's covered by green tape, which could also allude to green being one of the colors in the next album. We will see. I know people have been wondering, like, purple and orange, because those colors haven't been used yet. But also green could allude to blur or not blurry face trench because green was one of the colors for trench so i don't know i just thought it was interesting that it was covered by tape and the tape had a particular color i feel like that probably means something <laughs> like they don't just use colors willy-nilly like they've never been that way they've always intentionally used color so that's why i also thought it was worth noting but yes that's the video i would highly recommend though that you Put it on if you have work to do, if you want some instrumental music in the background. The arrangements of their songs are so good. It starts off with Christmas Day this year, but then it goes into so many other songs from their discography, and they're just beautiful arrangements. I love how much care they put into, like, recreating and reimagining their songs and creating so many different versions of them. It really just shows how much they genuinely love art and the creative process and that they're not willing or what, that they're willing to experiment with songs even after they've been published and find newness in them. I just think that's so cool and very inspiring as a creative person. So yeah, highly recommend the video. It's very calming. It's very soothing. If you're, if you have any sleeping troubles, it could also be great for hopefully putting you to sleep. Definitely check it out. I think if you search like Ned 10 hour ambiance, it'll come up. So on to tear my heart music video so wholesome so cute um the background to this video it was released on april 5th 2015 and it has over 204 million views all of their videos just have an insane amount of views so digging in i looked up to make sure i knew where the video takes place because the different settings and accessories in the video are of some type of asian culture and it turns out it's in Chinatown, LA. I thought that as a concept was interesting because as we go into the song that's about love, it's very much alluding to an unfamiliar setting, but also one that's not what you would think it was. Like, it's not actually the authentic type of setting that it looks like. It's like a knockoff because it's Chinatown. And so in a way, it kind of feels like real love expectation versus reality and this dissonance of you thought it was supposed to look one way but it's actually like 
you know, kind of the theme of the video. It's distorted. It's not quite what you imagined it to be. And I definitely relate to that. I feel like I very much grew up with romanticized and idealized views of romance and with all kinds of entertainment. I mean, it's kind of fed you everywhere, starting with Disney, right? And so you just expect everything to go a particular way, or if something doesn't go a particular way, does that immediately make it wrong? All of those types of questions. Um, and coming to terms with like, wait, there's actually so much about real life romance that's not what is portrayed in entertainment. And that very idealized view and how it kind of gets shattered the more you're living in the reality and the further you go into... And I'm back. I had a coughing attack. I was doing so well. It's been so minimal, too. I think I wrapped up my thoughts on love expectation versus reality. And as Tyler and Josh start performing, um, we also see that they're not the only ones around this area. And there's also some older people sitting and talking. And it particularly flashes to them first when he says, sometimes you gotta bleed to know. And I feel like that lyric juxtaposed against, I don't know, I just said that really weird, against, against the two people talking um, and enjoying each other's company is kind of showing how you can find comfort in vulnerability um, and cultivate trust, but in contrast, like, that's very much not where Tyler is currently at, and especially as we're new to romance and love, it can be a very scary thing, because there's not much quite like it as far as depth of feeling, as far as effects of the feeling. God has made it very unique in that way, and when he says, you know, it takes someone to show you how, the man smiles, which also kind of portrays that it becomes something that's easier to thrive in the more that you're around people who make it safe and who make it trustworthy. But it also is, of course, a very delicate thing because you can so easily be tainted with the good thing because we are broken people and the ways that a lot of us have been hurt the worst and been betrayed and the ways that we've gone down distrustful paths is because of incorrect love being shown to us or inappropriate love or i mean not e not even love because it's not love it's fake and a lie um and so many of us have to also go into this scary place of vulnerability in love by first going through something not good which is devastating but yes i have been there <laughs> unfortunately. But also, I feel like it helps you really start discerning, like, what is true and what's not, and what it actually means and what it doesn't. And sometimes, for some of us, unfortunately, like, some of the way that we understand truth is by going through lies and hardship. Um, sometimes, it takes a lot for us to understand concepts, and we only can through really difficult circumstances. Not because those circumstances are okay, but perhaps those were the only means by which we could finally understand what God's been trying to show us or teach us or finally be able to discern between what's true and what's false, if that makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense. So going into the chorus, um, we see that people are starting to stare at Tyler, and I think there's multiple levers, levels to the discomfort and vulnerability here. Um, we have the discomfort that is being portrayed in lyrics of 
finding this person who allows you to be vulnerable and to be more open in a way that others haven't before, but then you also see the discomfort that they're literally performing in a very public place, and I, I have no idea if all of these people agreed to be in the video or if some of them were genuine strangers who were just passing through. I feel like compared to a lot of their other videos, this was one of, if not the most public one so far, so... I can imagine having a severe amount of self-consciousness in a space like that, especially when it's a music video and um, who knows like how many times they're having to like stop and start. They're probably not even like actually playing or singing. I feel like I would feel incredibly awkward, but I thought that was an interesting like layer, literal layer to add on top to the already symbolic and lyrical layers going on. And then in verse 2, this is when the eyes of the people staring start to distort as Tyler is looking at them. And I think this kind of shows, again, continued mistrust or this feeling of going crazy because love is so all-consuming and um, it can taint a lot of our thoughts and really just change our brain in, in ways we maybe don't expect because it's just such a powerful thing with so many chemicals going on and you know, love in, in a way is just so vulnerable because it can make you out of control, literally, in a lot of different ways that we're not used to or that a lot of us, for various reasons, are very uncomfortable with being out of control in various ways. People talk about that, like, drunk feeling when you're in love or just feeling like it kind of takes over your entire mood um, and can affect a lot. And that is why it's so important, but that's also why it can be so severely misused and abused because it can be so all-encompassing in a way that a lot of other emotions can be more contained. Um, it's not necessarily as containable as those other emotions. But yeah, there can also be a mistrust of like, how can I let other people, even just like friends and family, come alongside me in something that feels so vulnerable and trying to discover that dynamic of like, also, the, la the layers of people, of like, who's the inner circle that gets the most details, I think those are very important things to discern, that not everyone should get all the same amount of details, let alone, like, if you're going through a, a hard patch with a partner, like, it's really important to discern who should be involved in processing, conflict resolution, any and all of that process as well. Um, and even just, like, having people who are consistently safe for you to go to in just questions and discerning, like, is this someone I want to marry or is whatever they're doing problematic or whatever it might be. I've definitely learned firsthand that the tendency to want to hide or avoid talking about anything is probably very likely a red flag. If nothing else, maybe in, in yourself, not always necessarily in the relationship itself, but you know, we should, well, especially people we've known much longer than whoever the partner is, we should want them to come alongside us and give a perspective because our emotions do get so morphed in such strong feelings and it's good to have someone on the outside who's not as in like rose-tinted glasses or as chemically altered as you emotionally with that person, especially for things that are more confusing or you're unsure. Like I know for me, I just had so many uncertainties and insecurities in my first and really serious relationship because I had never had to think about like what my standards were basically and I had to figure out only after the fact after two years of off and on confusion <laughs> like oh wait the reason I was so confused is because he wasn't meeting my non-negotiables but I didn't know what my non-negotiables were before that because the majority of my life I was single and I didn't have to think through all those details but 
yeah, so if I could tell you anything, especially if you're younger or newer to romance, I would say figure out what your non-negotiables are as soon as possible because it is worth it. Similarly, as a Christian, like figure out what you're looking for in someone being a Christian. Because me being naive, I was just like, oh, if they say they're a Christian, like that's all I need to know in that regard. And that's not true. Um, people can say all kinds of things about who they are and that doesn't necessarily make that true or at least like not what you need in that regard. So ask questions, ask yourself questions, and really nail down what exactly you're needing, especially if your spiritual life is a top priority for you. What does it look like for someone to meet you where you're at spiritually? Because also the idea is that you're trying to find someone who is meeting you exactly where you're at and you both are okay with exactly where you're at and not trying to change the other person. Because I definitely had that tension as well of like seeing a potential in someone, but the reality is like someone's potential is not who they are and there's no guarantee that that's what's gonna happen in that person's future. So don't put hope in potential, put, put stock in whatever is actually reality right now. And I know that's hard, especially if you're more like in your head like me, but anyway, that was a tangent, <laughs> but I mean, it's the name of the game here. Yes, he's like, he's like twirling, like messing around with the mic and like fidgeting with it a lot. And I feel like in general, he's holding it very precariously, like it might drop. And I think this just further promotes the nervousness and even nervousness with the fact that he's giving this message that he's literally verbalizing all of this because it is in its own way, a very different kind of vulnerability and a new vulnerability than he's shown in his other songs. He's shown plenty of vulnerability before, but in very different capacities to romance. Um, and then he's shaking his head at one point, which I think a lot of times in this era, at least, um, that can kind of be a sign of blurry face or trying to like shake off blurry face. So I kind of took that as blurry face is nearby with doubts and insecurities on top of the mistrust and the distortions going on. And so along with that, as he continues to see all these distortions happening in the people around him, it, it kind of feels like the distortions are being exacerbated because of blurry face hounding him internally. And so the external things are more just confirmation bias that maybe the other people are feeling what blurry face is lying to him about already in his head. And he does a double take at one point with the distortions as well, which I think also shows that it's not only a mistrust of other people, but he's dealing with a lot of mistrust of himself, which again can be fixed through practical tools like non-negotiables and working on self-esteem. That's something else I'd highly, highly recommend. Um, if you feel like you have low self-esteem, I think you should definitely work on that ideally before you get into a relationship because you're valuable and not because anyone says you are, like you just are, especially if you believe that Jesus died for you. That is one of the biggest showcases of your value. And so, yeah, I think it's also really important to work on that before you're ever dating anyone or like press pause to really focus on that more than putting someone ahead of you because you can't give to someone if you're not even treating yourself well and that includes self-talk it might sound severe but when I was working on self-esteem with my therapist for all intents and purposes we called it self-harm and obviously it's not the type of self-harm that you think of when you think of self-harm but it very much causes like just as much damage 
just because it's internal doesn't mean it's not any less damaging than physically harming yourself. That being said, please take it seriously if you are being very, very negative and hard on yourself because it's worth. You, you can improve. I've improved insane amount since a year ago. So also know that it is possible to change and to change the way and the defaults and the ways that you speak to yourself. I hope that you can see the value that you have that others see in you and God sees in you because it is true. We're not exaggerating. Your value is truth. Going into the bridge <laughs> with my smooth transition, um, this is when the buildings shatter. And to me, it's kind of all of this distrust and doubt and insecurity is now being shattered. And now we're going to rebuild truth. This is very much the turning point in the music video. Because then Jenna, who's now Tyler's wife, comes onto the scene. And as he looks at her, her eyes do not distort. The only person whose eyes have not distorted since they began distorting. And I think this shows that she sees the truth in him. And he also sees the truth in her. You know, kind of see through the crap. Because <laughs> it's not getting distorted. And also, just this clarity of like, oh, this person isn't scary. You know, these distortions were all like... kind of weird but um the lack of distortion is proof of like this person this person feels really safe and that's a good thing so tyler ends up following her which is also a big deal because he's walking away from the piano (laughs) and josh (laughs) but i think this further shows that he trusts this person that this person is really helping him regulate all of the negative feelings maybe that's not the right wording because like you have to do that for yourself but She's giving him external evidence of reason that he can rewire his internal thought patterns. That's a more accurate way of stating that. Then when they get in there, um, I love when Jenna sings the line, sometimes you gotta bleed. Sometimes you gotta bleed to know that you're alive and have a soul. She sings it in place of Tyler, which I'm pretty sure is the only time in any of the videos when someone other than Tyler sings the words. (laughs) Um, Which I also think is very fitting. And I think this could mean a few things. I think she speaks his same language, literally, because she automatically knew what the words were. And it's so refreshing to find people who, you know, I feel like there's a difference between, like, people you have to explain a lot to. And, like, obviously you can do it, but it's just so much more tiring. And then you meet people who, like, there's very little that you have to explain because there's just so much they already innately understand about. I don't know whether they have the same thought processes as you or same mental illnesses or same family history um whatever it is it's always just so refreshing when there's certain people who come around and it hardly feels like work to bond with them because there's so much in common already that you both understand and to play off that like this also shows that she understands tyler and i know something else personally that he really loved about her is that she doesn't really care about what he does as much as a lot of other people did it was just kind of like okay i'm not gonna like idolize you or make you a big deal or anything she very much grounds him oh yeah she's also like reassuring him with the literal lyric like sometimes you gotta bleed to know you're alive and have a soul but also she's not leaving so she's reassuring him without abandoning him which i think is also helping build that rapport and that trust there compared to the mistrust before and then this interaction is just funny to me because it's the contrast of her saying you gotta bleed to know 
And then his response is, well, it takes someone to come around. She's like, well, in that case, I'm literally going to make you bleed and be the person that comes around and shows you how to be vulnerable. And so I think very much this fight scene is a literal interpretation of the lyrics more than anything else. I think I saw a few people say a couple different things, but I think really it's just the most literal form of the lyrics that could have been expressed. She's literally making him bleed to know that he's alive and has a soul. And also, in a good, healthy note, back to romance, there's also not this fear of fighting. Like, they're fighting, but they're not avoiding fighting, which I think is important. The fighting is also not, like, irreversibly damaging their relationship, um, which I think is the hallmark of a healthy relationship. There's naturally going to be conflict in any relationship, especially if you're around someone a lot or interacting with someone a lot, but also there's a way to do it that's not unhealthy. And so I like that they kind of exemplify this, like, not avoiding, but also working through it in a way that doesn't end in, like, all or nothing, I guess. And so along with this, that also helps heal the distortion and view of everything that Tyler was seeing before because after they start fighting and everything, nothing is getting distorted anymore in the video, which I think is significant because, again, it is showing that this person is safe and continuing to help with that cognitive behavioral therapy. <laughs> I feel like this, this video is just an example of effective cognitive behavioral therapy through external reassurance. And then we see near the end, as he ends the song, that he's, his hands are shaking a bit in the piano, and I think compared to the beginning of the song, it's proof that he's been vulnerable, that he's been more open to the idea of vulnerability and expressing it, and expressing it in front of people, and he's literally expressed it in front of millions of people now through this song. And the video ends with their sweet kiss after the fight ends. And I think, again, on this healthy conflict resolution, it's about them working together, even in spite of hardship, in spite of conflict and disagreement. And at the end, they're still coming together and they're not abandoning one another, which is also poignant through the fact that they were engaged at this point. And so they were committed to life together and not just going to end in pain and separation. And, you know, that's the ideal picture of marriage with Christ in the church is that it'll result in one flesh and unity rather than heartbreak and separation. So I really liked that very spiritual depiction of how love brings unity. And also with the blood on his mouth at the end, alongside this very positive ending metaphorically, I think this also shows for the album that in this case, with the romance, with the vulnerability, with the safety, um, there's kind of a redemption even of the red uh, throughout the album that has been seen as a very negative thing with blurry face and doubts and insecurities. And this is the one moment in the album when the red is redeemed to be something positive, that it's coming out of hard work and genuine unity and love and desire for healthy conflict resolution. I thought it was also a nice reprieve from all of the negative symbolism of Red throughout the album. So yeah, that's essentially what I had. If you guys had any other thoughts on the video, please email me and let me know if you had any other thoughts on the Ned video as well. Also, please let me know. And 
yeah, I'm excited for December. I love winter. Admittedly, I know that's very um, uncommon, <laughs> but I'm excited to do holiday things and also just general winter things and be cozy. I love an excuse to be cozy and introverted. <laughs> so that being said, I want to hear from you. You can email intrinchpodcast at gmail.com with a written account of your 21 Pilots story or your favorite memories you have related to the band. You can also reach out with an episode request if you want to analyze a song, video, or album with me. And if you'd like to contribute to the analysis we've already covered, you can send an email or message me on Instagram at entrench underscore pod. You can find Entrench on Podbean, Verbal, Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. I look forward to hearing from all of you. Tune in next time for Lane Boy. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Stay alive and remember... Entrench, you're not alone.